0: Welcome back to the show. The girl's on boys. (laughs) She made me do the introduction, and she knows I'm awful at it. I'm Kave. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Rebecca Watson. Rebecca?
1: Hi! That was... You know what? You know what? That was... was
0: It was really bad.
1: I've heard worse. From me. And... It's hard
0: to do intros. I don't know how to do intros. I'm really bad at it. Have you yeah. heard the intros I do? They're bad.
1: It's only be- it's because you know it's all right. Have you heard of the secret, Kaveh?
0: Is that where like you wish something to into existence?
1: Yeah. If you yeah. B- if you believe it, then it becomes true. So if you're like, I have a Lamborghini in the driveway. If you believe it hard enough, it will happen. So if you believe hard enough, you can do a good intro, it will happen. Wait, do
0: it. if you believed you wanted that there was a Lamborghini, it would it would show up.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, literally. They they it's a very problematic if you think about it for more than 30 seconds, it's a very problematic philosophy.
0: God, yeah, I wonder why more people don't um do it.
1: Yeah, this is something that Oprah pumped up and it was funny because it's like, well, you're a billionaire and you're basically saying that children with cancer <laughs>
0: Just don't just, care enough. Don't believe just, enough.
1: They don't wish enough that they didn't have <laughs> yeah, cancer. It's fucking kids. It's not, it's not a great philosophy, but if you, I think, just believe that you can do a great intro to the show.
0: That's a problem. I just can't believe it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you're much better at it. So I'm going to let you take over from here. I'm not going to talk for the rest of the show. I'm out.
1: I'll, I'll hey, continue. everybody. Welcome to Girls on Boys, the only girls on the boys podcast after show in your ears on
0: that's good see that's (laughs) inspiring that's professional broadcasting right there and today we're going to talk about the episode four of season three of the boys glorious five-year plan Mm-hmm. Um, let me just start by asking you. Can I ask you a question? I'm just going to ask you something. You ready?
1: Hit me. Hit me.
0: We, we've kind of talked about how the last episode wasn't our favorite. Uh, how did you yeah. feel about this one?
1: Okay. I think – so this to me, it would have been a um, a fine episode had it not come after an episode I didn't love. And this – or an ep- it came after an episode that I did not enjoy. Uh, and as I mentioned on the previous episode of this podcast, uh, but I know that I enjoyed this episode because of how many notes I took, which mm. was a lot like She's showing me on her phone. Yeah. Which I, you, I can't can't really see. you can't even, you can't see it. it pick up on this, which is good. I don't know. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: no, I, I, I don't spoil it for me. Because i so forgotten everything.
1: I did enjoy – this, to me, this – you know, it, it. to me, this wasn't as good as two episodes ago, which yeah. was a slam-bang thank you, ma'am. But yeah. uh, better than last episode, which I found a bit boring and I agree. set up.
0: I agree. I thought this was a little bit better. There's a little bit more tension. We got to see a little bit more of – homelander's descent into madness and uh, everyone's happy lives are sort of falling apart
1: let's start just real quick i just like to think you know sometimes a new listener will click on a podcast and this they'll be like oh the most recent ep Mm. let me just do this so i like to just throw it out there we're going to be spoiling amazon's The the boys out of this Absolutely. We're spoiling the shit out of it. Um, but as episode per episode, we ha- are not spoiled past what episode we're talking about. Today, as Kaveh mentioned, we're, we're talking about ep- what is the episode four? Four, which, uh, season three. Which, by the way, I think by the time this comes out, episode
0: five or six will be out. Yeah. We have not seen those. No. Um, We're purposely behind things. Exactly. This is this is so much more fun to, to be able to watch it than I agree. to talk to you about it. So okay. this is how I'm going to watch all my shows from now on.
1: So. <laughs> okay. But wait. Be- so this is the other thing I wanted to mention is that we've had a bad day today. We're recording this. I feel like it's important to note. Can I note? Yeah, I, absolutely. Can I note reality? Just put oh, a yes. little pin in it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's the day we all knew it was coming, but today's the day the Supreme Court decided that I'm not a person. Uh and that if I get pregnant, the 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 little embryo inside of me gets trumps my own personal bodily autonomy. So, you know, it's a it's a it's not been a great day and 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 you know, and previous to this, the Supreme Court struck down New York's uh concealed carry law, so now, like you can just carry guns wherever, and yeah, it's like great. church and state is absolutely fucked due to their decision on Maine just prior to this, so it's been like a tough week, so I literally y- i yesterday, I was saying to my husband like yo we we have to like." We have to like cool it on the drinking a little bit. Mm-hmm. And particularly, I've now done several podcasts with Kaveh and every one. I've either been drinking or on um muscle relaxers. Mm-hmm. So I need to like be chill this week. And then this happened and I was like, nope.
0: Next week, <laughs> picked a hell of a week to stop sniffing glue. Exactly,
1: <laughs> and to 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 segue into it, it it's both um, bad and good to watch the boys after all of that. In that, the boys is in part about. The government being so completely fucked and fucking over the most marginalized people in every way possible because they are at the whim of minority groups that hate other minorities, (laughs) minority as in like uh, enthusiastic um, fundamentalist Christians. Right. Uh, who hate like gays and women and stuff like that uh that 's kind of at the heart of the boys uh is them uh taking over the government and uh how do you fight back against these like powers, but at the same time it's also about exploding politicians' heads, yes, so it is like it. <sighs> So I had a real mixed bag of feelings tonight. I watched it literally tonight, the most recent episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I That's had, a... yeah, a mixed bag of feelings. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I think there's no way that what's happening in the real world is not going to color the way we see the rest of the show. Yeah. And that could be really good because depending on so far, I think they've done a pretty good job of being a year or two ahead uh, yes. of, of what's been happening and sort of, calling things that are coming more and more to light um but one thing you brought up in the very beginning that i'm really curious to see how they play out which is the same question we're all experiencing now which is like how do you work uh how do you try and fix this do you try to go within the system vote for the right people or do you work outside the system and try things that are more drastic um you know you see people saying things like on twitter right now in real life like uh, vote accordingly, vote for the right person. Then you see another person saying like, we can't voting did nothing. Voting will do nothing. But then, I mean, I'm, I honestly, I'm in a situation where I'm like, I don't know the right answer to this. I don't know. Like, I mean, what options do we have other than voting? I mean, obviously it hasn't done shit so far, but what can well. we do outside of that system? Like, you know.
1: Assassination. Of, no, what? No. Oh, oh, that we could. We, we would could never. Do. No, we could. I mean, we'd be awful at it. No. You, you <laughs> know, imagine us trying to assassinate somebody? Oh, I would God. immediately tweet it. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, <laughs> hey guys, guess what I just did? Lol. <laughs> um,
0: live streaming. You, do... <laughs> right. oh,
1: wait, you know, you wait, joke. You know, that's this... literally what, like, the January 6th idiots did, was to uh, live absolutely. stream. But I remember watching the January 6th things, and they were like, i i remember like literally in the moment when they were like oh they were like we're gonna hang mike pence here's the gallows i remember texting with a friend i'm like lol <laughs> let's see if they do it you know and it's do and it it's pussies. like pussies yeah and like you know and since then mike pence uh became a bit of a liberal darling because it's like oh he did the right thing and refused yeah. to say that Trump won the election. But today, he also released a statement saying, like, hey, yeah, great job, Supreme Court, let's go ahead. And he didn't say this explicitly, but he implied, like, let's push for uh, making abortion illegal throughout every state. And it's like, and like, this is it's so frustrating because liberals i think are so taken in by like any anybody that seems to fit this uh it's i think it's a a trope of the conservative mm-hmm. villain who switches sides and now he's going to help us and yeah. I think they all just wanted that to be Mike Pence. And Mike yeah. Pence is a horrible piece of shit who, oh, yeah. like, like uh, exasperated in an AIDS crisis in his own state before he even accepted the nomination to be on Donald Trump's ticket. So, like, yeah. he's a bad person. <laughs> like, yeah. let's – can we all just sort of understand that? But – He did the bare minimum of what a human Yeah, could do. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I'm not –
0: I'm not out here trying to make a hero out of Mike Pence. No,
1: you are, Cave, and that's well, what listen, I'm here to you get call out. one Mike Pence tattoo
0: and everyone's like, "Oh, Cave. You're Kave,
1: crazy about the guy. Cave, you only have one tramp sp- stamp area and you filled it with Mike Pence's dick. So, well, I mean How did you even to, get that?
0: To be fair, it's a bifurcated penis and that makes it very interesting. So I feel like that is worth tattooing on one's body.
1: Does bifurcated mean he can like.
0: No, that's uh, prehensile. <laughs>
1: oh, that's prehensile.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're thinking prehensile. Bifurcated means I could split into two like a snake's tongue.
1: Oh, oh.
0: Mm. But I'm mm-hmm. also too hairy to get. Tattoo, so that's not going <laughs> to. It's not really a question.
1: Anyway, should we should get we, to the show? Yeah, we, we should. I know you have a family.
0: I, I <laughs> to did. get back. I to. did. I lost them because of the show. That's how dedicated I am to this show.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, my family brought me another beer. (laughs) I I wish I
0: I had your husband, too.
1: I can go all night, baby.
0: I'm drinking (laughs) my whiskey in a nice little Persian cup. Do you like this? It's my little Persian It is
1: very cute. I like it. Okay. Okay. Do you want to walk us through it?
0: Let's go through it. Let's go through it. So it starts with a, a flashback. Eminem's watching, I think on tape, an old uh appearance of Sh- soldier boy on like their soul train like, yes like, the soul train can we
1: call course. him marvin because when you said eminem M&M, i uh...
0: you're right it's not eminem it's mm anyway so i yeah
1: and i it's, obviously Mar- thought marshall mathers, mathers. yeah yeah sure,
0: right. i got you so uh soldier boy is singing rapture um by blondie yes that Was an interesting thing i not didn't quite know what to make <laughs> of that um uh, he's really angry that's it We're not getting Uh, a lot of Marvin action in these first couple of episodes, but that's kind of, like, the the major first thing that that Marvin's done. They're trying to give us, like, show us how angry he is and how much he wants to kill this guy.
1: I can offer one AP English thing. Can we, like, tag these as, like, Rebecca AP English? Yeah, please do. (laughs) Cliff notes. Uh rapture i have heard white people claim that rapture was the first rap song
0: yes i've heard that as well
1: when in fact like she even like she name drops fab five Freddy. probably
0: offensive yeah
1: it's so offensive um so it's interesting that that's the song which is like and and marvin is a black man and soldier boy is a white man and so maybe they picked that as wow. a token of like him you know like appropriating like pop culture in a way that he didn't deserve
0: I absolutely you know i was gonna actually ask you why you <laughs> thought they picked that song really I figured you would have a that's that's fucking brilliant, and I think that's right um
1: you gotta you gotta stop you gotta stop uh, uh enabling uh, my a p no, my a b english it. break.
0: i, I, I love it. a little a p <laughs> break right there um and then uh i think the next Sort of important scene is uh, Homelander is on the Cameron Coleman show. It's like a Foxy's, like the Tucker Carlson. The Tucker Carlson. uh, Hannity, maybe more of a Hannity. Yeah. Um, And he's sort of talking about these people operating in the shadows, clearly doing like a deep state sort of reference. Like, I'm here to help you. There's people working against us. I can't even say it's that secretive, Um, which I thought was actually very clever. Yeah. In,
1: yeah um, it ties into the the q stuff that trump did like the sort of casual playing into these deeper conspiracy theories that yeah, yeah that the the base fucking loves white yeah, men yeah. love this love it uh carl urban and the as
0: butcher goes with frenchie to nina the, the russian mafia lady clear sexual tent. he's he does he's got a lot of presence that guy that actor carl urban in that scene <laughs>
1: oh yeah that actor carl yeah. urban yeah, yeah. He's, he's got he's a got sexy nothing guy, but huh? presents. He's oh a sexy my guy. god!
0: Yeah. Literally he,
1: the as the sexiest guy on the show. Mm, don't ask me that. I can't. Mm. I mean, I told you before. I have prosopagnosia. Did you just literally, wipe drool from your mouth. I did. not <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! That was beer. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was Twenty First <21st laughs> Amendment Heller High wa- Watermelon. Uh, but, yeah.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Um, Uh, I do find him I find him sexual in context like he's one of those actors that disappears into a role and like it it, I keep my desk is very creaky and I noticed it when uh, during the last edit so I'm gonna Mm -hmm. stop touching it oh thank
0: god I thought that was mine
1: no I'm pretty sure it's mine it's a very it's a Wayfair desk it's yeah it costs like a hundred dollars yeah yeah so I'm gonna stop touching it Carl, Carl Urban is one of those guys that uh, disappears into a role so I can find him either like gross or or adorable, you know, like it took me ages to realize that he was, you know, he's the he's the guy from the Thor movies, uh, you know, with the this is all my stuff, you I know, love
0: him in that movie.
1: Oh, me too. And like he was Bones and Star Trek. And those are like such like w- wildly opposite ends of the spectrum i love carl urban for that and this is probably and i say this with a bit of sadness is this is probably the sexiest i found him and i find it sad because i think that i i'm coming around to your point of view here and like the comics point of view i think we're going to see him as an ultimate villain but like at, at the end of this episode i was kind of convinced but he's very sexy <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah i could see why in that scene yeah then we see a little bit more of a train uh and my favorite line in the show is when he's having a discussion with ashley um who I,
1: I love ashley her. by I, the I, way I she's, she's great, fantastic yeah.
0: And he's trying to like rebrand himself and no one's really buying it. And she's at one point, I'm pretty sure it was hers. Like I love, we're big about social justice here. BLM is my favorite hashtag.
1: Yes. BLM is my favorite hashtag. I fucking loved her. Uh, So this is um, a train. I think it's worth noting. He's not just like part of his rebrand. They're going all in. And he, uh, he pitched a commercial That was a direct satire of the Kylie Jenner uh, Pepsi commercial. I believe it's Kylie, right? Okay. I
0: I mean, I'm not the guy for this.
1: Yeah. who That sounds about right. Some Jenner did a Pepsi commercial where there's riot police. She goes up, offers them a Pepsi and then everybody's friends and they got roasted for it. And so they did just like a one for one shot. And, I honestly I loved it because I'm usually like I'm much more interested in subtle irony and subtle metaphor yeah. but in cases like this where you know last week we talked about how the reddit uh, the the boys subreddit is up in arms that right. Homelander is quote-unquote suddenly the bad guy it's like subtlety went out the window three years ago so yeah they just did a one-for-one shot it was like Gus Van Sant's psycho it was like was that Gus Van Sant?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, okay. We're gonna be a shot for shot remake. Of yeah, HBO. yeah, right, it yeah. was a shot for shot remake of the Kylie Jenner Pepsi commercial, but with age Train. And I thought it was a, a perfect, perfect pitch perfect.
0: I, I agree, I agree. Uh, and then uh, we find out what Maeve has been up to. She's been preparing and uh practicing and actually doing like whatever superhero training. Like to prepare for a, a fight with a homelander, it, it, but when the show does, here's one here's one um, complaint that I have about the show, I feel like they are a little too heavy-handed with delivering what I, it will clearly be a twist. Mm. Like the fact that she's doing that makes me think she's not ever a going to fight him, and b if she does. Um, there will be no fight. It'll be over in like less than a second.
1: Well, and and even then, like she pitched it as it'll be over in less than a second. I'm right, just right. there to distract him for a second while you guys do this thing, which right. I, I agree. I had the, that same thought. It was like, normally at this point, the hero is like, I can beat him. I can do it. Uh, you know, or like together we can do it. And then they end up providing that like second of crucial distraction. But right. she's saying she is literally just a second of distraction before yeah. she dies. So I which know what the, I, You're right. I don't, I don't entirely know what the twist will
0: be, but so, so for example, another scene that comes up pretty shortly afterwards is uh supersonic who is like, now you get the sense he isn't there to actually double cross and he's actually
1: right pure good i literally wrote down is he too good
0: yeah exactly (laughs) because then the second he tells a train you're like oh it's it's over
1: i i actually wrote down okay so here's what i wrote supersonic too good to be true and then a few things about the deep and then poor whites versus black Poor Blacks, we can get to that. And then, no, <laughs> Supersonic telling A-Train about the plan.
0: And A-Train <laughs> obviously betrays him. Yeah. But I have to say, I'm actually kind of grateful for that because I didn't like that A-Train was starting to become more of a sympathetic character. Right. It, like, you're yeah. starting to like kind of like, like him a little bit. Because um, like, you want, you want to be like, oh, yeah, he's a piece of shit, too.
1: Mm-hmm. But, so... To to wrap – let's wrap that up real fast, like, what yeah. happens. And it was actually, like, I was kind of – I told my husband, like, I'm glad that I actually wrapped up so quickly. The fact that I thought it was going to, like, drag out and be a bigger thing. No, the um, supersonic telling A-Train about the right. plan yeah. and then, like, everybody, like, going down with it. But no, uh, because – <laughs> because uh you know like homelander is just so evil he, like the second he heard about it he's just like oh so he killed uh supersonic. apparently uh killed supersonic blasted him to bits well and I, yeah so like that could have been worse like if supersonic is the only death from that that's right, good that's right they, they, they are doing
0: that to give us that sometimes movies will do that right where they they have to like give you some weight they have to give weight to the thing by killing somebody you like but they don't want to kill on the main characters so they bring in right. the new characters yeah. just to get you like them enough to so when they kill them i mean game of yes. thrones did this constantly oh uh, yeah walking dead constantly yeah. um so that happened. Poor supersonic. He meets his end in this. And that was yes. another bit of that. Remember when he's like, I'm going to take you somewhere and Homelander picks up Starlight. Yes. And I'm lights like, her like,
1: never let some, never let a man take you to another location. Never. Oh, never. Classic. classic. Don't do it. And I'm serious, ladies. That's good, that's, that is and, good advice. and also like the occasional man. Yeah. yeah if you're being uh, mugged or whatever, and they want to go to a second location, make them kill you there. Because they're going to kill you regardless and at least they'll find your body faster.
0: We are not trained in this sort of thing, but yes.
1: I listen to a lot of Dateline.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It started out as the perfect marriage (laughs) Annie and Homelander. Um, So, Mm. um, As an aside before I go on further, there was Mm. a line that came up twice in this show. Um, Did your idiot brain get fucked by stupid? Yes. What the fuck does
1: that? Mean? Did you did that make any sense to you? No. The fact that that came up twice, I was like, "What are they trying to tell us?" Am I the idiot brain? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get it either. I'm like, "What the fuck does that mean?" I don't know. But I know that we're about to get into a big set piece discussion, and before then, I do have several notes that I want to go through Please. up until this point yeah. because we are we're kind of going in, you yeah. know, uh, in order. Uh, So I just wanted to say that uh, like at the beginning, Huey has, uh, we talked about this previously, but just to underline it, Huey has asked Starlight to uh, just suck it up and go do a thing to like, for the good of the team, just pretend to be blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, she ends up like in a fake relationship with Homelander and Huey is like, what the fuck? And so, I think it just sort of underlines this idea that, um, and it's not just men versus women, it's people in power versus others, It, it can apply to a number of groups, but... Uh, Huey can ask her to sacrifice parts of herself because he doesn't truly understand what that sacrifice means mm-hmm. until it affects him. And then he's like, Ooh, what the fuck? This isn't cool. You know? And yeah, then yeah. he's upset about it. So I think that's worth just like putting a pin in it. Yes. I um, agree. The other thing I wanted to mention is um Maeve, uh, did you notice the graffiti when, and we haven't quite got to this yet, but it did happen oh. before, um, like the set yeah. piece I think we're about to get to. They go to Russia. Mm-hmm. And did you notice the graffiti on the walls when it they was, I in Russia? I actually have a
0: note about that because I thought it was great. And, <laughs> and there's all this graffiti. A lot of it's like Homelander, a lot of it was like pro Homelander it seemed like, but then some of it was like sort of making fun of the U S and there was the one with, with Maeve, but I didn't catch anything about that. What was there something about them in her graffiti in particular?
1: Well, the one thing that I did notice specifically, and I haven't had, to, like, I literally just watched the show before we we're coming to record this. Um, and uh, the one thing I did notice was one of the, the, the biggest piece of graffiti that I noticed was Maeve as uh, Titan, uh aka Saturn, as uh in the Goya painting, Saturn devouring his son. Oh wow. Uh which is like uh, if, maybe you remember it's like like a, this, this like crazy like yeah. old man like ri- like tearing yeah, his a, sons a child, yeah yeah that's it was I'm pretty sure I might be wrong because I haven't actually like right. <laughs> looked AP, it up
0: another A P English moment <laughs> this well, is
1: another A P English what moment is the
0: symbolism of that
1: so I don't know like in it like yeah it's it's so it's Saturn literally like eating one of his sons it's a prophecy in that Gaia. Uh, pr- prophesies that Saturn will eat one of his son or all of his children upon their birth, and so, like, that's <laughs> so. Somebody did <laughs> a graffiti of Maeve as I think of Mave. Wow. I might be like totally okay. wrong I- here. I'm gonna watch it again afterwards. I'm just, I can't, yeah, uh, like, really maybe I don't our- know why I- they would do that. I've noticed like some of your smart listener fans have been like tweeting at us. By the way, it's at Girls on Boys Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe like one of them can, or like I have, I, I think I have some smart listeners. You got too. some smart friends. Can <laughs> you? Yeah. I mean, so just... yeah, I, I think maybe they can help us out here. Figure out like, may you know, Mave be? I don't know. Like, what has Maeve given birth to? Well, she's, I guess she's, oh, well, okay. So she has like literally given birth to this, um, this extremist group. Like, uh, when Huey went, was it Huey that went to her and said, um, somebody went to her to tell her something and about.
0: In this episode.
1: Yeah. And she said, uh, yeah, that was me. I'm the one that turned everybody onto this. So maybe, like, in a way, like this whole, um, this uprising in a way is her child. So maybe that.
0: I don't know. Wow. I don't wow. know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm sure it's actually not even that at all. No, not
1: fact, not at all. Like, not at all. It's I just, just like love
0: Whoa. that you came up with some shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. Can Can I tell you though? Okay, I'm, I'm going to take a break before we get to yeah. the rest of this whole like, yeah, yeah. Russia story because then we have to end with that. But okay. But before we we get on to that, um, you know why I really this episode affected me and why I liked it it is particularly because of Annie's experience because basically working in the 7 is a great sort of over the top analogy of everyday toxic workplaces H- have you have you ever been in a really toxic work environment <laughs>
1: Hi, hi, my name's Rebecca Nice to meet you <laughs> you've been you've been in
0: toxic environments like mm. very toxic you've been I, you've been you've been exposed to toxic culture as a target but
1: right I mean, like have I, you... I have also worked in uh i worked in a construction company as a copywriter like a all male construction company and whatnot. So not, you know, like, uh, but I also always sort of knew that I wasn't going to last. So I do think my experience is different from women and people of color and other minorities who have to deal with certain things while knowing that their ultimate goal is to like actually climb a ladder. And I have not experienced that.
0: Right, right. I,
1: I, I think you maybe have. <laughs> I,
0: I certainly have in the medical world. Yeah, which a lot of people may not necessarily think. I mean, my current gig is pretty good, but uh, is great. But the the one I had before this was extraordinarily toxic, and it reminded me of that because there was like this one person on top in power, and there's a bunch of people conniving to try and stay in that person's good graces. People like being like, No, I got this man, I got your back. Yeah, I totally agree. That's really bad. You should totally say something about that. And playing all manners of the angles. And it was so awful. And you see, like, this dumb, naive kid, supersonic, come into this thinking he can make a difference. And you see what happens to him. Yeah. He's he's destroyed. Yeah. In this case, literally. Yeah. Like, I've also seen that happen to people outside of. Uh, it, you know figuratively at least in in the medical world it's it, and, and if it happens in medicine i 'm sure it happens everywhere else too so it 's like it that 's really what struck me about this why this her storyline is is so impactful because she 's a woman dealing with this super toxic work place everyone 's unhappy. The person on the top is literally a megalomaniacal asshole, and it 's a uh, i think it 's something that I think a lot of people in this country don't even realize they're in until maybe they're out.
1: It's it's funny you bring this up in terms of Supersonic and Annie because I actually made a note that is uh, exactly the same thing, but in regards to A-Train and The Deep. Mm. Uh, because in this episode, A-Train and The Deep – uh, engage in this sort of uh one upsmanship, and uh you know the uh a train brings up something in a meeting to try to you know advance his career and also sort of impress homelander, but then the deeps cult wife uh gives him the uh a tip. To say, you know, why don't you say X, Y, and Z instead to butt up against him and uh, to basically appeal to like, well, black – basically like black issues are going to distract from our main goal and like – All of this is exactly what we see in nonprofits and also our government and also our Mm -hmm. society Mm -hmm. as a whole, where you've got the person in power who is actually like the real problem that needs to be fixed. In this case, Homelander yeah. uh, and the larger corporation that enables him. And then you have the people underneath Homelander who could, in theory, band together to fight these issues, but they don't because it it's a, a prisoner's dilemma sort of yeah. deal where it actually they think it will behoove them to fight each other in order to get in the good graces of the asshole in charge right. and so that's that's the poor whites versus poor blacks or poor whites versus blacks in general yeah. Yeah, part yeah. of my note taking yeah, which yeah. is like yeah if you if you tell poor white people, that the reason why they're poor is because of all these black people on welfare, right. they're going to attack them instead of focusing on the systemic problems that are the actual problem. And and so like, I, I just think it's interesting that that seems I, to be happening I, in
0: this. That's another brilliant AP Rebecca <laughs> Watson take. The brilliant take. I mean, why the scene works well is because on top of, like, that subtext, there's also this other text of, like, you know, uh, Homelander hearing what Deep has to say and being like, actually, fucking this idiot's right.
1: Right. Like, he looks <laughs> so <funny>. shocked. and <laughs> and, and he,
0: humor in the scene, which is what makes it yeah. work, you
1: know? Yeah. Uh, and it, And it underscores that, like, the Deep is basically a dum dumb who yeah. has who will always just be a puppet always he's either been a puppet of vault now he's a puppet he was a puppet of the the scientology stand-in yeah. and now he's a puppet of his wife you know right. and i love that his wife was even allowed to sit in on this meeting yeah, yeah. and was texting him like it's she, i find that hilarious
0: she's gonna end up fucking homelander at some point in this season isn't she
1: oh my god I hope so. Oh, yeah. I think you're it's right. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. She's going to fuck him.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So then there's two other big plots that happen from there on. Uh, there is the the twist where Stan Edgar is betrayed by his daughter. I don't know if it's actually his like adopted. No, daughter or
1: adopted. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, I uh, mean, not not real daughter, but like I don't know if he actually ever adopted her for real or just, right. just treated her as a daughter. Yeah, um, she basically betrays him because she's worried about Homelander yeah. killing her kid.
1: Yeah, Homelander basically somehow got her over to the the senator over to his side, so that she then instead of Stan had planned for her to expose Homelander as kind of like a like a loose gun sort of thing that needed to be controlled. And instead she turned it back on Stan in the middle of a press conference, which is right. quite dramatic. Were you surprised? I was a little bit actually a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I felt like they built it up so much. I knew something bad was going to happen. I didn't realize uh, she was going to, I didn't think she was going to stab him in the back that much and throw him under the bus and basically uh, oust him from his own company
1: so I had been drinking a lot uh, so I didn't really have time to um, really put together a, a plot of my own that might mm-hmm. happen <laughs> also I should say that I I take in general um, I have a really like uh, open mind towards fiction where even the worst fiction I I just happily turn my brain off in general. And I'm just happy for whatever comes next. Um, And so it's only if it's like really telegraphed that I – you know, think about things mm-hmm. but so, but if I put myself back in that place, if I had to guess what was going to happen, I think I would have just guessed like she would have gone along with Stan, and then Homelander would have like yeah like murdered her kids or something or done something right. horrible right, right um right. so yeah, that did sort of I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting,
0: so there's that story going on, but really sort of the climax of this whole episode.
1: Yeah, let's get into Russia it.
0: Russia. Dildo's death by, death by dildo. Death
1: First by of all, dildo.
0: The <laughs> actress who plays Kimiko, the female. She looks amazing in that dress. And she walks out in that dress. I'm like, oh, I, this woman in everything.
1: Put I paused in it. it in I said, I want that dress.
0: Yeah.
1: I want to look like that. I want to yeah. be that yeah. A plus plus, no yeah. notes, love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the exact same thing. Also, like that looks fucking. You nice. would have looked great in that dress, personally. You, know,
0: um, you would be surprised, at yeah. how they don't actually <laughs> uh, make dresses for the can, plus size.
1: Can we do? Uh, can we do like an in-person podcast one of these days where we're both yeah. wearing like a sparkly like party actually, dress like that?
0: If we ever do a live show, absolutely. <laughs> okay. I will come out in a sparkly dress. It will come out in matching sparkly dresses.
1: Done. <laughs> Done. All right.
0: So, All anyways, right. So Butcher being an asshole forces Kimiko to murder a bunch of people, basically saying, You are my gun. Yeah. And she kills a bunch of people with Different dildos. Of all
1: sizes. different dildos. She goes into this room and they're all superhero dildos. So the first one she grabs, I believe, is Black Noirs, which is the classic dildo. You know, like it's a little racist, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a bit of a racist trope, I think. Mm-hmm. The big black dildo. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but you can argue whether or not they were paying homage to that or satirizing that. Right. But I I fucking loved it. She grabbed the big black dildo and stabbed somebody through the face with it. Through the fucking eyeball with it. Yeah. And then she murders the rest of them with
0: dildos. Um, Yeah.
1: Several different ones. Like I had a really good time just like pinpointing which – was which superheroes like i love starlights at the end she got a star the starlight dildo lit up with stars mm, yeah, i i see yeah. you you looked a little unsure you're gonna have to go back and and watch i, I no,
0: no i'm I'm gonna watch the scene like 15 more times yeah um before i'm done with it yeah um but uh the dildo thing does come up again like when ashley has that fox news guy the cameron coleman
1: yes Kennedy dude yes
0: like, she pulls out a strap on dildo that's just happens to be in her desk drawer in her office. Right.
1: Well, they've is, already is that what
0: happens. Is that what happens when women get to positions of power?
1: They've already, uh, well, they've established her as, as a, being a sex freak. So it's, freak. it's, it's, it's yeah. understandable. And now they've established dildos as being a weapon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's basically using a weapon, to mm-hmm. kill the Fox News guy. So and my only sadness is that he'll probably enjoy it. He'll love it. He, uh, he seems to be very excited about it. <laughs> um, so,
0: so there's that scene. I I got to be honest with you. The whole dildo fight scene didn't uh, wow me as much or shock me or titillate me as much as I would have expected. And, and, and I think that might just be because I've seen so many things like that so much over the top violence um recently or i don't know maybe i can't tell what it was but i it, it did it and, and i'll be honest with you i'm a little sad that it didn't i kind of was like this <laughs> right. i should be i should be having more fun with this dildo death scene
1: right it okay and it did do it for me so to speak <laughs> Oh,
0: sorry. <laughs> this is like the castration thing on Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I, that's not in this episode. That was. I don't think that's going to get into this episode. People okay, are sorry. We'll forget then. that one. <laughs> no, we'll just have to tell them you got to like subscribe to our Twitter so yeah. you can find well, the behind the scenes stuff when we're talking about that's that.
0: That's for the behind the paywall stuff.
1: uh But yeah, it did do it for me, and uh so. I'm going, first I'm going to say one thing and then I'm going to go into AP Rebecca we yeah. need to come we, can we come up with a different name for AP Rebecca just so I, yeah. I need to disassociate from her hey. a little bit <laughs> but so like on the one hand when I was watching it, I was like this is awesome she's fucking stabbing people with dildos and that's hilarious she's Like. great I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just kinda need to see that right now. But then also like just literally just now <laughs> when you were when you were talking about how it wasn't doing it for you, A P Rebecca was like, Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dildos are seen as a a form of emasculation and something that like goes against uh sort of patriarchy and something that like yeah like uh, that takes power away from men and yeah. when you realize like um that butcher you know sent Kimiko in telling her basically like you're my weapon and then he's he's just like oh easy peasy you know just go in and do it and she does go in and do it but like it's so much harder for her than he has any understanding and so she's literally like using this tool of female empowerment in a way to kind of, like, come to terms with the fact that mm. she deserves better? Maybe? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't so know. I, 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 I'm I, working I, this out, like, as no, we're talking. No, <laughs> no, I,
0: I, didn't look at, I didn't look at it that way. I didn't look at it as a term of female empowerment. And maybe that's how I should have. Because I almost... I, okay, this is... I feel like no matter how I say this, I'm going to get into trouble. And I hope and, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but...
0: I almost think that, like, when when they have those things, when they, the the woman has a dildo, it's almost like they're trying to say she wants to be um, – she's envious mm. of a man.
1: Yeah. You know? That's kind of Fro- – You have a Freudian interpretation. I
0: guess so. Like, I, yeah. I almost thought that's what, like, w- what they were trying to imply, was that – Like, I'm like, w- why couldn't she kill them with some vagina-like object?
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> why couldn't she suck them into a Giorgio teeth painting?
0: kill them with some orchids
1: <laughs> have some clams motherfucker <laughs> yeah i i know i see where you're coming from there yeah like and um maybe i'm giving them too much credit here but i do feel <laughs> like the dick as a as a weapon of war um is both uh over represented but also maybe under explored. <laughs> <laughs> <So
0: it's- laughs> I, I No, I like where you're going with it. You know what I think it is? I think partially it's because this season has had a lot of um a lot of dick stuff, a lot of like things going like trying to like shock us a little bit with like mm. like frenchie and nina talking about all the things they put in their asses yeah. like at some point i'm like okay i get it this is, you guys are you know
1: yeah i, I get it
0: a lot of things in asses that's cool i mean like it's like i get it it's cool
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean right. but like
0: i felt yeah. like maybe that was it for me it just had been done
1: no yeah and then i think you've got a point there because there is uh, and and you know this is kind of what I mentioned earlier. If it makes the cut, uh, just how I I do tend to overly give the benefit of the doubt to stuff and yeah. suspend my disbelief and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I I I think you could be right there that like um, it's a it's literally it's called the boys. <laughs> Uh, But it doesn't always have to be about dicks, even when you've got a woman (laughs) surrounded by a bunch of women killing some men. However, I do love that um, this is something I really, really like is that uh, she so Kimiko kills all these men with dicks and then she gets shot in the chest. Head. In the head. Thank you. Um, and then you, the camera turns. She's been shot not by one of the many men that she's been killing, mm-hmm. but it's one of the exploited women who's just sort of terrified. Yeah. And luckily for us, Kimiko is... Uh, they're kind of... Chill about it. She's chill about it. Yeah. She heals from it and and it, it, it in, in a way it's a bit of um you know uh
0: foreshadowing
1: foreshadowing they're telling us like oh yeah she can get shot in the head and she's fine um and she uh it, her immediate response is like feeling bad for the woman that shot her yeah Right, and, right. and trying to calm them down because there's a few scared women there, and she just feels terrible that she scared them so much that they yeah. had to shoot her in the head. Yeah, she's and so
0: sweet. Her character is so sweet.
1: It's not just sweet to me, like, that is a kind of quintessential and stereotypical feminine response. So. Uh. You know, she's just stabbed a bunch of men with penises. And then she has a stereotypical, like, maternal almost response to these other women Uh where she is, like, connecting with them and saying, like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, and so Mm. I do like that juxtaposition.
0: uh, That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't look at it that way. But, like, do do you think that that's. A critique like that she was so like apologetic like do you think that's something women do too much in general like apologize and this is like with some critique on that or do you think no i think just... it
1: was a critique on the violence
0: uh-huh. because the
1: violence she didn't want to do that violence yeah, yeah. billy forced her to go in and do right. that violence she didn't want to do it right and the violence ended up Uh, upsetting those women in a way even more than their current circumstances. So even if it was going to free them from their unfortunate circumstances, it upset them so much that they were willing to murder for it and to also do this. So in a way, I feel like the scene set up violence as a kind of masculine energy and forgiveness and forgiveness and love as a feminist Feminine. energy yeah. i just knocked my phone off the yeah table. you're good I'm at sorry. that
0: um <laughs> that's really good god ap english rebecca's the <laughs> best rebecca um and then and another bit of foreshadowing which I was like yeah. oh no as soon as yeah. like they're back and her and Frenchie are having this discussion they're like we're going to get away we're going to go to Marseille's together yeah. and uh, you're like oh no as soon no, as they look so no.
1: happy it's yeah. like oh something bad's gonna happen you can't right? be happy yeah yeah yeah
0: exactly and then sh- there's the big sh- fight scene uh, she gets blasted by the Winter Soldier who comes okay, out. Okay, so
1: not Winter Soldier, he's, Soldier he, 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 Boy. But he's doing a real
0: Winter Soldier thing where he's but like yeah, kept he's in a, Russia and like he comes yeah. out of this cryo freeze.
1: So yeah, and, it turns out the 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 weapon that murdered Soldier Boy was simply sold. Soldier Boy is the weapon. You,
0: uh, you, you know what I would have liked to have seen when he came out of the cryo freeze is like some bit of addressing like wow i've been in this freeze for so long my gi system is so out of whack you, i have wanted to him shit to poop. right now <laughs> i wanted him just to be like take it like some have crazy it's wow. like oh my god i don't know what's going know, on in there
1: because you know kavi that's why it's important to have a gastroenterologist or on every say podcast it, on every podcast because how I mean, else do you know who needs to poop Agreed.
0: I mean, I'm just like, like <laughs> with, I thought that was like an opportunity for real joke like you come out in like your bodily functions just normal and you walk off like I mean, your body is fucked up and weird if you've been in some sort of weird like You're just picturing like a Niagara
1: Falls of shit. or something.
0: But what if he
1: hasn't been fed? Like, what if he's just had fluids?
0: Well, then he has to be peeing. Like, why not have a catheter in him or something? Mm. And he pulls the catheter which, by the way, never pull a catheter out of your dick, guys. Please never do that.
1: I've seen it happen in movies and every time I see it happen, I'm like...
0: You've got to deflate that balloon first. One of the worst things I ever saw. I'm going to put the disclaimer out that all facts about patients, the information has been changed to it's completely mask, made up uh, the facts, and it's all made up stuff. Um, it anyways. turns out
1: there was a tiny man inside of his dick. So, <laughs> so, so
0: why did they just let Soldier Boy just walk off? They had two guys there with superpowers at this point. By the way, the one of the other twists is that, you know, which is not really that much of a twist, you kind of knew it was going to happen, is Huey also takes a shot of the V and he gets super speed powers. Oh,
1: right. Yeah. Um,
0: which is funny because he runs out of his clothing, which is kind of funny. But Was it speed? I
1: thought it was teleportation.
0: That's uh, a good question. I think it was speed because he broke through the cast.
1: Speed is more ironic because...
0: Yeah. A train right. murdered
1: his girlfriend. I didn't even think of that.
0: I didn't either I, until you I, just said it.
1: I thought teleportation like the kid at the thing, but no, I bet you're right. I bet it was speed.
0: Yeah, well uh, I'm sure we'll find out. So yeah.
1: that uh why did they stop him? Why why didn't they stop him? Yeah,
0: they just let him walk off. They let him blast Who? Kimiko. The boys let Soldier Boy blast Kimiko with his energy blast oh. from his chest yeah and she goes down and she's a mess but she can't heal for for whatever reason that's
1: okay so oh well for whatever reason so okay what i got from this was that soldier boy's power is that he (sighs) takes away other people's powers
0: oh damn (laughs) fuck you check out the big brain on brad (laughs) holy shit that's fucking good
1: that makes sense I know. that I makes know. sense he's got a rogue yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like rogue and yeah. so from my perspective yeah like he fucked up kimiko and they just like took like everybody turned to like just making sure she stayed alive
0: yeah and except for huey who is just like reveling in his new oh power my,
1: okay so yeah like that's how the show ends is is huey just like Sticking his head out the car window like a fucking Labrador. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's like, oh, Kiviko's dying. Everybody's dying. And Huey's just like, feels good man feels yeah. good <laughs> it's like
0: you, you know, it's like that first time you like well the first times you're drinking or something yes. your friend's driving you and you just roll down the window and you're listening to yeah. music and you're just like man everything's fucking awesome
1: yeah like that first time i actually got high not the first time i tried weed but the first time i actually like inhaled and got high and i was just like yeah why aren't I just like this all the time? <laughs> that's, what, that's what Huey looks like. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. You
1: wouldn't know that because you're a doctor. And you've there,
0: never... No. I mean, I've heard of these things. I've yeah. seen these things. The, the, other, <laughs> the other part of the thing I thought was funny was like when Huey walks in on you know Big Brother figure, Billy doing the V, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah. you don't want this, love. You right. don't want anything to do with this. It reminded me of – that. you ever watch Walk Hard? The, the yes, Dewey Cox the Dewey
1: Cox. Cox, yeah, the Huey Cox. It was like that.
0: every time he walks in, just on that guy.
1: card the Huey Cox story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I liked it later when they were when uh when Billy was like explaining, he was like, "Oh, you must have just stolen it," and it was like, "You just let him have yeah, it. You, fucking you were, let him try it. You're excited." <laughs> yeah, it was cute. It was um,
0: kind of cute. God, I do love uh, Dennis Quaid's kid. It's God, so funny to see like Dennis, Dennis Quaid's, Quaid's kid is
1: so good.
0: Yeah, he's he's really got good comic timing.
1: The whole cast is really they're fantastic, yeah. Yeah. and they should all win Emmys.
0: You know, you know, people have been talking about the guy the, the guy who plays Stan. I mean, I've seen him in in a lot of things, and people have always been talking about since like yeah, do the right since- thing or like you know uh old movies like he was in people have always talked about like how great he is right
1: this is um what's his name from S- Bre- from breaking bad yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. To, to be honest with you like i never was like people talked about how great he was in breaking bad i'm like nah, he plays like a quiet serious guy and i'm not really that into it but in this show it's he's so fucking good as a human guy who like has no like superpowers. Giancarlo yet. Esposito.
1: Uh, yes. Other than like the, yeah. the,
0: the powers of you know intellectual intimidation. And and I think he's so it's fucking It's funny good you it. should
1: say that because I actually tonight while watching this had this thought where I was like I love this guy but he can literally only play this one character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. He's he's sort of playing the same character who is somebody who seems like he he can seem sympathetic uh to people that he likes, but ultimately he has this grander conspiracy and is very cold and sociopathic. Yes. Yes. So I think he's actually playing the exact same character that doesn't – like, not to take away from him. Like, I think he's great. I love him. But, yeah, I, it's funny because I came to the opposite conclusion of you do, do you know? This.
0: But do you know why it worked for me so much more than with, with Gus? Is because he – there was one line in one of the first I, – I can't remember which season it was, first or second, where he's with Butcher. Oh, second season. And Butcher's like – Talking to him about uh, Stormfront, and he's like, How the fuck can you handle this? How do you stomach the fact that you have this Nazi working for you? You know what she thinks about you, right? And the look of like f- frustration, annoyance, fatigue of like <laughs> having to like deal with like white liberals trying to like tell him what to do, like that. Yeah. All that stuff where he's like, oh, you fucking idiot. You have no fucking idea. Like, the way right. he does that with, like, one line, I'm like, that's fucking great acting, man.
1: So, I agree. I think that, you know, he – I still think he plays one character, but he plays it yeah. very well. Very and, well. And, yeah, and I, I think it was kind of the same in Breaking Bad. I, I feel like he's got these micro expressions that are just, like, pinpoint. No, yeah. I liked it yeah.
0: a lot. Well, okay. A couple of just quick things that I, yeah. I picked out. First of all, I, I meant to tell you this last time, but he was wearing the same shirt this time. Huey is wearing a Last Waltz shirt. Oh, it's a Leonard my, Cohen? No, Last Waltz, the, the movie that Martin Scorsese made about the band, their final oh. show.
1: Oh, yes. The final show. Yeah.
0: One of my favorite uh, one of my favorite like music documentary movies and, and it kind of plays in cuz it's about like this group of guys on the like, one last mission that's sort of yeah. like what's happening here um and it, and it also kind of brought up that i think the music choices have been really good like i I've, I've really yes. been enjoying the music choices uh in the show uh to this point
1: agreed i i think the music has been fantastic um yeah it's funny i uh I, I I hate that I missed that because I just watched like a couple of months ago I rewatched the Last Waltz because Van Morrison has become such an insane person yeah, yeah. like an anti vaccine crazy right. and I fucking love Van Morrison's music so and I love him in the Last Waltz so yeah. I as like a palate cleanser. I watched the last Walton. Oh, that that's really, really good, good for
0: you. you it's know, good that you're able to separate the, the
1: artist artists. and the art yeah. That's right. I'm, I'm
0: not great at that traditionally. <laughs> I'm not.
1: Um Huey uh at one point oh when he when Huey was asking for V twenty four, he said he, he was so angry he couldn't even breathe. Which I think just speaks to, like, the fact that all of this is about toxic masculinity.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Like,
1: he's so angry, and the only thing that will fix it is this drug. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, to me, like, uh, you know, I'm a feminist, communist, whatever, you know, that's what I do. Everything is about toxic masculinity, but particularly that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's Uh, definitely a lot of that in this show. Yeah.
1: Yes. So much of it really is... Um, Oh, Homelander versus Stan. I really enjoyed that showdown with them, especially because Homelander had all of the cards and Stan acknowledged it. But Stan had all of the confidence.
0: Right. And still got a couple good digs.
1: Yeah. And I, I turned to my partner. I was like, holy shit. Like Homelander is so insecure here. And at that very moment, Stan said something to him about like. How you're just, insecure!
0: You're, you're just bad product.
1: Yes. Oh my God. He said you're bad product, and I lost it. Yeah, he also literally straight line. Either he said or Homelander himself might have said it, but the the word like like secure came up really? between the two of them, and it was just so clear that like even if Homelander blasted Stan into the strata. Stratosphere, um, sand would still win in a sense because Homelander <laughs> is so insecure. There, there was one thing I like, remember, like, when Homelander was like in awe, he's like, Yeah, gotta
0: give you credit. Here I am, I could kill you in a second. Your heartbeat, your 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 blood pressure is not even, uh, yes, eight. But, but I may, I didn't go back and listen to it, but did he say something crazy like 80 over 40, which would be like really fucking low? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like dangerously, like dangerously
0: low. low. Like your your systolic is not supposed to go that low. Yeah,
1: you should have that looked at before I kill you.
0: <laughs> like maybe is that is it? like it's a, it's just a, on the low end. I have to listen to it again actually. I, maybe I just misheard it. But,
1: but it does underline the idea that it's not enough for and Homelander in his heart knows it. It's not enough for him to kill the other person and thus win. He can only win if he uh, bests the other person in terms of being a man, you know, being a confident, uh, fully formed person. And obviously he can never do that. So Homelander will, no matter how powerful he is, he'll never win because the other person, it's it's like – just imagine, like a horribly insecure person coming up against a very secure, ha- like a-, a Buddhist monk, let's say, who has achieved enlightenment. Like the horribly insecure person with a machine gun could kill the Buddhist monk, but do they win? And I think that Homelander kind of understands that uh, problem. And knows that he'll never win because there's something deep within himself that is always going to be Fucked lacking.
0: and broken. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow.
0: All right. That's a great place to end Should it. Should we end it there? Okay. <laughs> another, another dropped bomb by AP English, Rebecca. Thanks, um, AP,
1: Becca. <laughs> uh, came,
0: finally came in handy. Um, let, uh, let's tell people where they can follow you. Uh, Because they need to see your content.
1: Okay. Uh, Twitter at Rebecca Watson. You can find all of my stuff, uh, s k e p c h i c k S-K-E-P-C-H-I-C-K.org. And uh, you you give your things and I'm going to give the podcast things. Follow me
0: at the House of Pod on Twitter. Listen to that uh, podcast, The House of Pod, including episodes that Rebecca has been on. Um, anywhere you listen to your podcast, uh, and then you're going to tell people. Yeah, I'm well, jumping back in. Yeah, let's in. do it. You're back say- in. Tag <laughs> team. Boom. <gasps>
1: Boom! Uh, oh, I got the wrong camera again. Boom! Yeah,
0: I, we, we, we're not good at high fiving. <laughs> no,
1: we're not good. Okay, you can find uh, this podcast at uh, girlsonboyspod. Uh, dot com or on Twitter at girlsonboyspod, uh, and we're also on iTunes. And if you if you listen to this on like a, a podcasting app. Um please just like give us a 5 star rating. No fewer because that means people shouldn't listen. Like 5 stars if you want people to listen to us. I'll kill myself. Anything I'll less kill
0: myself. If you give me less, I'll kill, kill myself. Himself. I don't want to pressure you guys or make you guys feel weird about it, but that's what's going to happen. Don't feel
1: weird about is that, it, but is that what you want? If you give less than 5, if you give fewer excuse me, if you give fewer than 5 stars. <laughs> okay, Stanis Baratheon. Hey, another Game of Thrones hey. reference. Hey. All yeah, right. <laughs> then Kaveh will kill himself. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll have to listen to me talk about the boys by myself. And no one wants that. Uh, It'll just be they, A- I,
0: they all kind of do.
1: No, they all kind of no, do. No, AP Rebecca needs somebody to break <laughs> in and, and be like, hey <laughs> – Calm dumb. down, calm down, dumb. dumb dumb, dumb
0: guy in the class, dumb jock. That's not really a jock.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, you are the dumb jock. Don't, don't sort of sell yourself d- sure. <laughs> Thank you. That's so sweet. <laughs> that <is> so sweet. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. I'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs> I just burped.